Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop, which is taking place on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer to sign up. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to identify simple solutions and systems that will make a massive difference and ripple effect inside of your center. I'm going to help you create efficiency where you need it most and understand what is causing your school to feel so hectic and where those big pain points are. We're going to clarify your center's priority system to improve this summer. I'm going to show you how to audit those systems. We're going to define your desired outcomes, and you're going to leave the workshop with a simple plan that will make huge impact. And by simple, I mean very simple. No complex, no multi-step processes. Super, super simple. No one has time for long things. No one has brain capacity for extra stuff. We need simple things that have massive impact. Go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer, and I'll see you there. Welcome to the Schools of Excellence podcast, where we have conversations about education, leadership, and building a school of excellence. The goal on this show is to bring you clarity, up-level your mindset, and give you practical strategies and inspiration so you can show up with confidence and trust your decision-making. I'm Khan Wolshansky. I'm a mom of four under 10, a former New Yorker, and been in the early childhood field my entire life. And I'm so grateful that you've joined me for this conversation. Welcome back to another episode of the Schools of Excellence podcast. So excited to be back here with you guys. And the summer's here. It is here in full gear. We're feeling the hot weather coming down to us in Florida. It's muggy, it's humid, and it's also pool and grilling season. My kids are off to day camp. And for those of you that follow me on social, my son, Mendel, who is 11, was off to overnight camp last week for eight weeks. I'm actually still waiting for his first call-in from camp. So hopefully we'll hear from him soon. So that's a little bit about what's going on over here in Wolshansky land. And with the summer, many of you guys have current plans already, or some of you are starting to put together your plans. And so I want to invite you into my planning process that I've used for the summer that we do with our family. And I want to show you how you can do this for yourself as well, because the summer is such an exciting time. That's such an amazing season for so many people. And I know so many people come into the summer season with all of these great ideas of like, in the summer, I'm going to do this project. and In the summer, I'm going to do this. And in the summer, I'm going to take care of this. And the summer is this kind of eight to 10 week time period. And before we turn around, it's the fall and the winds of September are coming closer and closer before we can turn around. So let's treasure the moments where we are right now, be where your feet are, and let's dive into today's episode. So planning for the summer using the IRER method has four parts to it. Part number one is intention. So number one is intention. Number two is reflection. Number three is experience. And number four is rhythms. So let's get started with intention because there's a very big difference between creating an intentional plan and playing it cool and wanting to kind of go with the flow. So there is definitely 
times that you want to be able to go with the flow. And that's part of creating margin, right? That's part of planning white space. And a few weeks ago in a podcast episode I did on the ideal week, I speak very, very intentionally about how to create margin and create white space for things that come up. And so if you haven't checked out that episode, definitely go and check that out. Now, the difference between creating a plan and playing it cool is that when one person feels like, oh, I'm going to play it cool, I'm going to go with the flow, what they're really doing is I'm planning that whatever comes up, I want to make sure I have time for whatever comes up. So I'm not going to create any plan. But you need to create a plan even if it changes. Because with no plan, you're basically saying whatever happens, happens. When you really need to create a plan, try to your best to stick to it. And then do your best to pivot as things come up or as things change. And then it's also recognizing what is really a priority and what is really like, do you really need to change course here? Or is this just a shiny object? So the summer is unique in that many of you are planning for the fall and really coming back in this full capacity. And while many of you that are listening to this already this past September came back in full capacity, there are many of you that weren't yet there. And this fall, basically everyone's going to be there. The other thing that we're planning for this fall is we are going to see the largest increase in burnout that we have ever seen in our industry. And I spoke about this in a podcast episode several months ago called Predictions and Cautions for the Fall. You could definitely go back and check that out as well. And I talk about in that episode how we're going to see a massive increase in burnout in our centers. And the reason for that is, is because we've been running on a lot of adrenaline and a lot of surge capacity. And a lot of it's going to fall apart come the fall when the natural chaos and crisis of every fall, um, no matter this season, is going to come. And we are just not going to be ready to deal with more challenges and more issues and more chaos. So how we plan for rest and recovery during the year is going to help us ensure that we have less burnout, less overwhelm, and less turnover come September. I'm actually doing a special series this summer. So my next couple of episodes are going to be all about conflict training, all about preparing ourselves for the conflict and chaos that will be happening in the fall. The next episode is also going to be about building your confidence and resiliency toolkit, because that's what we want to be spending time on in the summer. What we want to move away from when it comes to intention is you need to remember to stop saying, I'm going to plan for every crisis that's going to happen. And I'm going to pray and hope for a quiet summer. You don't want a quiet summer. You don't want quiet seasons. Pressure is a privilege. I'm going to say that again. You don't want quiet seasons. You don't want to hope and pray for quiet and non-busy times. Pressure is privilege. There are people that dream for the pressure and opportunities that you have. There are people that are dreaming for the pressure and privilege and opportunities that you have. Embrace them. Stop trying to find the answer to every single challenge that comes up. You cannot anticipate every challenge. You want to preempt everything. Stop. You need to build your confidence and resiliency toolkit. There's a quote that I love, which is, I'm looking to the east and they're coming for me from the west. 
You cannot mitigate every challenge. You need to remember that running a school is chaotic and there is uncertainty and there is ambiguity. And the best leaders are the ones that are resilient, are the ones that stop trying to mitigate every single thing and actually build their resiliency toolkit. And that's why my next episode is all about how to build your confidence and resiliency toolkit. So what does it mean to start with intention? Well, starting to plan your summer with intention is about anchoring in values. What do you want your days and weeks to look like? Do you want it to be more about community and connection? Do you want it to have faith or family? Do you want to have a reconnection with nature? What is it for you? What is the intention that you want to create for this summer? The reason I like to start with this is because, like I said earlier, we want to stop trying to spend the summer mitigating all risk, spending time, and I'm going to build all my operations, I'm going to build all my systems and all my workflows and all my processes. It's ridiculous. You're constantly doing that. You want to build your resiliency toolkit. You want to build the confidence and the mindset to stop falling apart when chaos happens. So what's your intention? What values are you going to be anchoring in this summer? That's number one. Number two is reflection. Reflecting on your year of wins and successes. I don't need to remind you to reflect on your struggles. I don't need to remind you to reflect on, you know, where you want to do better. The perfectionist and the self-critic inside of you is already doing that. I want to remind you to reflect on your wins. I want to remind you to reflect on how did those wins make you feel? How proud are you of yourself? When was the last time you asked yourself, why am I proud of myself? What have I done to make myself proud? I want you to step into the summer with confidence. What struggles have you overcome? A couple of weeks ago, I did an episode on reflective questions for the end of the school year. In the show notes, I'm actually linking the reflective questions as well in case you didn't check out that episode, you could just check out the reflective questions that we have, because that is a powerful exercise to work through to reflect on how far you've come over the year as you enter the summer. The other thing we want to look at when it comes to reflection is looking at the data of what have we worked on, where have we progressed, and where are we currently? And so another thing that I'm linking here in the show notes is the Pyramid of Excellence quiz. We have a quiz called the Pyramid of Excellence, which is assesses where are you currently in your growth as a leader in your school. And so if you're curious to know where am I, where am I holding, what should I focus on, we have an amazing quiz and you can get that link in the show notes. And so reflection is a very powerful tool. I know many times as leaders, we're in go, go, do, do mode and pausing to reflect is really, really important for the growth. Number two is experiences. What do you want to experience? I am obsessed with experiences. I really buy gifts for people. I like to purchase experiences for myself, for my people, for my family. Experiences is what we remember. We don't need more stuff, okay? When you go to the beach, you don't remember the new sunglasses or the new towel that you had. You remember the people that you sat next to, the feelings of the sand and the water, the peace of the ocean, because it's the experience. It's how it made you feel. 
Rarely do new things give us inner peace and joy, right? It's what we want to experience this summer. So how do you want to feel about yourself? What do you want to come up for you? How do you want to feel about your marriage, about your family? What kind of experiences do you want to create for your children? Many times we look at the summer from a project perspective of like, okay, I need to get this done, this done. We need to buy this. We need to do this. We need to get this for the garage. Those things are going to happen. This episode is about you remembering to create experiences, to schedule your life, to schedule joy and peace and intention and graciousness and all of those things that actually need to be put into your calendar if you want it to exist. And again, if you're new to this podcast or you're new to the concept of creating calendars and scheduling experiences, definitely go back to our episode on the ideal week where we break down how to create a calendar. So let's go into the final one, number four, which is rhythms. What are some of the family rhythms that you want to bring back or create for yourself, for your marriage, for your family this summer? Rhythms create culture. Rhythms create culture becomes part of the fabric of who you are as a family with your rituals and rhythms. Growing up, we had a winter rhythm in our family where we would go out to eat every Saturday night. Shabbat would end earlier in the winter time, usually around 5.30. And we would go out as a family, usually to the same restaurant. We went to this place on Coney Island in Brooklyn. It was called Shalom Hunin. It was a Chinese restaurant. Um, I think it shut down, if I'm not mistaken. And we would go there basically every Saturday night. We would order the same food. We'd have the same waiter. And we loved it. We loved the consistency and the rhythm. We'd always joke about how my father would order tons and tons of food and they would get like one drink for the table. We are eight kids. So we're a family of 10 and he would order like one drink, like one bottle of water that like the whole family would share. My dad is not big on drinks or water or stuff like that. And so we would have tons of food, but one bottle of water for 10 people to share. And you might be laughing out loud, but again, this is like part of my childhood. This is part of the culture that I grew up with and the rhythms of going out to eat every Saturday night were something that we look forward to. And It is a huge part of my childhood memories. It's a part of what I remember about the winter rhythms of our life. And when we think about creating rhythms for the summer, they look a little bit different, right? In our family, in my current family, Mayor and I and the kids, my kids talk so much about our summer vacations that we have. You know, we've been to Virginia, we've been to South Carolina, we've been to Florida. Um, before we moved here, we've been to Niagara Falls, we've been to these really fun places with the kids. And they have incredible memories of those vacations because it's about shared experiences. So I want to share with you some of the rhythms that we are bringing back this summer. Mayor and I are bringing back Friday brunches. When we lived in New York, Mayor and I used to go out on Friday mornings for brunch. And throughout this year, it's been very hectic from unpacking to new jobs, to transitioning to new house, to all of these things. And Friday brunches were basically non-existent. Um, Mayor and I were both working hard on Friday. And so this summer is about bringing back the Friday brunches. And we are super excited about that. We start this Friday. 
We're also going to be bringing in a late night once a week this summer with the kids. So whether that's going to be, you know, a, a night swim or a night activity, but we've bought some canvases and paint, which we might do out in the summer deck with the lights and do painting with the kids. But we want to be able to celebrate summer with the kids and do a late night once a week with our kids as part of our rhythm. Another rhythm that we're introducing um, because it's grilling season is Mayer is going to be taking on cooking dinner twice a week. So during the year, I usually do dinner every night. Every once in a while, Mayer will take over. Um, it's a busy season for me in the business, but I usually cook dinner. I enjoy cooking. And so during the summer, when we are taking out the grill, Mayor will be taking over cooking dinner twice a week, which will be a really nice respite for me um, throughout the summer. So again, these are just some ideas for creating a rhythm for what you want your summer to look like. So let's do a recap. As you plan your summer, you want to look at four things, your intention, your reflection, your experiences, and the rhythms. So now I want to hear from you guys. I want you to join us in our Facebook group, the Schools of Excellence Lounge, to continue the conversation around how are you planning for the summer, right? I'd love to hear from you. Which of these four, the intention, reflection, experience, or rituals, do you want to explore further? And would love to hear your specifics in our group. Thanks so much for joining me on this podcast, and I'll see you next week. If you are loving the Schools of Excellence podcast and have gotten any value out of it for your school, I would love if you can do two things for me. One, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And two, can you please leave us a review? Reviews help other school leaders know that this is the place to learn how to build a school of excellence. And I would be so grateful if you can do that for us. Your help and support makes this show to be able to be listened by the thousands of other school leaders all around the world. Thanks so much for listening, for giving us your time and attention each and every week. And I appreciate that you have joined us. Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can click the link in the show notes or go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to optimize your already efficient systems or help you tweak some ones that need a little bit more tweaking to help you enter the 2024-2025 school year with ease, with success, and with calmness. Increase your profitability, reduce your expenses, and more than anything, just help you buy back some of your time. I look forward to seeing you there.